Yeah, Michael, I was actually in your neck of the woods a few days ago at one of your local parks, and um, I saw a black swan. And it made me start thinking about quite a few things to do with analytics. And the reason for that was because back about 20 years ago, there was a book called The Black Swan by Nassim Taleb, which was about the, the possibility of improbables happening. He was using this as a as a theory to sort of second guess markets. And he actually managed to sort of second guess. He, he almost predicted some of the crashes that happened in the 2000s. So it's quite you know, it's a clever idea. But as I started to think about it, he called it the black swan because the black swan, we knew it existed, but what were the chances of actually finding it? And at that time, I was looking at the numbers. In the UK, there were only 20 breeding pairs of black swan. Today, 20 years on, there's 120. So it's no longer seen as a bird that might be that's on the verge of extinction. Strangely, though, in New Zealand, it's common. <laughs> so, so it's really one of these sort of strange things about the black swan. And as I started to think about it, I started to reflect on a couple of stories. One of them was SightMind that had come out with a statement regarding the improvement in occupancy and in revenues in Los Angeles. And what they said was, yeah, things are improving, which is good. You now we're coming out of the pandemic. It's good that they're improving. But then they sort of, fin- they, they said it's all to do with, it was like staycations was the thing. And as I started to think about it, I thought it's rather obvious because it's been literally closed off from the rest of the world. What else could it be? Okay. And at the same time, a number of magazines, actually hotel, hotelier magazines, published data for August this year, 2021, in which they said we've had very strong occupancy and profits are really good. And they were comparing to March 2021, which is when the pandemic was, in some respects, at its height, where every hotel was closed. So as I was starting to think about this stuff, I remember there was a line in a, a film in which uh, a character says, water is wet, tell me something I don't know. And this really seems to fall into that bracket. Yes, you've got all this analysis, but it's just telling you things that actually common sense says. You you should have to be told this, it's common sense. So your company, obviously, Atomize, do a lot of work on AI and and, and analytics. Our company does as well. And I was really thinking about what does this mean in terms of analytics? You know, if people are saying, wow, it's wonderful if we're saying things that are really, really common sense side of things you know what should they be looking at how, how should the analytics be in some respects authenticated that it's doing a good job because if it's simply saying the obvious one could argue that that actually that is what is the purpose of the analytics so really it's, it really comes down to you know how do we almost really gauge is the analytics doing its job and in some respects one could argue that that's also an important feature of even having to talk about analytics, because how do you then differentiate yourself from those people who are just stating the obvious? So I just thought, you know, I'd love to get, get your thoughts on that particular topic. Yeah, so it's interesting in, in the predictive analytics space, which is where Atomize operates in. So we're, we're not analyzing data retrospectively. We're analyzing data in real time and trying to predict uh, demand for future dates. And one of the things that happened during the pandemic was people immediately said, history has no relevance, you know, uh, revenue management um, going back over over the past decades or so, essentially looked at historical patterns and tried to determine, um, use those patterns to determine future demand. And and because of the pandemic and the unpredictability and the uncertainty of the, the pandemic and, and the demand patterns as a result, 
they you know the the common assumption was history has no no relevance and to a large extent that was true but it wasn't entirely true because even during the pandemic there were some days that looked like days in the past a typical tuesday during the pandemic may have looked like a typical tuesday in 2019 so to throw the baby out with the bathwater was the the wrong approach um at atomize we we dynamically balance um the historical data with current data that's the the pickup and the pace of a hotel um so in terms of actual production that they're seeing but also further supplement that with forward looking data data that is giving indications of future demand that is anticipated but it hasn't yet booked hotel rooms and and we look at search pressure data on websites uh, airline traffic and, and things like that and we don't fix a certain percentage or weightage to any one of those three data sets we dynamically incorporate the data based on what we can see so on one particular day history might have 100% relevance where the patterns or that future demand mirrors uh, a day in the past and we will the algorithm will detect that on another day uh historical data may have very little relevance and we'll then shift the focus more to the current and the future looking data so i think it's yeah as you said i think it it's easy to jump to assumptions assume that history has no relevance and that all revenue management capabilities and um demand modeling is going to be based on forward looking data but that's not true i think uh history still has has a play a role to play the success or the secret is really to determine which dataset is most relevant and which one to apply to a particular scenario we hope you enjoyed listening to this bite-sized edition of hospitality news and views the full editions are available on all popular podcasting platforms and include additional material which we hope you will enjoy thank you mm-hmm.